Before we get to this episode, just to say thanks to everyone who's bought my new book, Champion Thinking, How to Find Success Without Losing Yourself. Published by Bloomsbury, the response has been terrific. It's an Amazon bestseller. It's been top 20 in the airport charts consistently, and the reviews have been terrific right across the board. And if you like this episode that you're about to hear on Flow, you'll be sure to enjoy Champion Thinking. Head to my website, simonmundy.com or Amazon, Waterstone, Smiths, places like that to get your copy. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to this bite-sized episode of Life Lessons with me, Simon Mundy, in which we revisit a nugget from one of my previous conversations and have a closer look. This bite-sized episode is all about the importance of getting your circadian rhythms, in other words, your body's internal clock in check, which can have a profound impact on your health, which is particularly important at this time of year. My guest is Professor Sachin Panda, probably the world's leading expert from the Salk Institute on circadian rhythms. So this is about, for example, when you eat rather than what you eat, as well as when to get outside to get natural light and for how long to give yourself a big health boost without much effort. And Sachin talks about, for example, the benefits of a 10-hour eating window, which just means to eat all your calories within a 10-hour period out of the 24-hour day. So if, for example, you get up at 6.30 in the morning, Sachin advises leaving it an hour or two before having breakfast. If you did, therefore, have breakfast at, say, 8.30 in the morning, the aim would then be to finish eating and consuming any calories by about 6.30 or 7 o'clock at night, which gives your stomach time to repair its own lining. So the beauty is this is really easy to do, but it can have really big health benefits and there's all sorts of research and studies to back this up anyway i'll let professor sachin panda pick it up from here the word circadian comes from circa or approximately time is 24 hours so what it means is our body has many biological functions that have been pre-programmed to repeat itself in every 24 hours and the best example is our sleep-wake cycle. We tend to fall asleep around the same time every day. And that's just the tiny, tiny tip of the iceberg because uh, almost every hormone in our body, every organ's physiology of uh, function has its own circadian rhythm. 
So our circadian rhythms are tied to the outside world by uh, mainly two different um, factors. One is light. Light in the morning can synchronize our brain clock and tells that, yes, it is light outside. And the reason that is very important is as the seasons changed in, under, in nature, we have to synchronize when we wake up to the new sunrise time. But the rest of the body, all those clocks, they're mostly tied to when we eat. So when we eat, gives the gut, our pancreas and the liver, the time signal that it's time to eat, particularly the breakfast, the first calorie of the day, uh, so that the circadian system registers the time. And the next day it anticipates that yes, yesterday you had breakfast at eight, eight o'clock and I'll prepare the stomach with the digestive juice and pancreas with the insulin and everything will be ready at eight o'clock. And as soon as you eat, we'll be ready to process that food and assimilate all the nutrients to the right tissue. So when we get the first ray of light and when we eat the first uh, food of the day uh, are the biggest factors that synchronize a clocks in brain and body to the outside world. And the implications are if we have light at the wrong time or food at the wrong time, then our clocks get confused and they lose track of time. And also one day if we eat our breakfast at eight o'clock and then the next day we eat our breakfast at 10 o'clock or we have to wake up early and eat breakfast at six o'clock, then our system is not at its peak readiness time to digest that food. So having this consistency from day to day is also important to get the best out of our circadian rhythm. So one thing is we're pleased to find that a lot of people can go from 14, 15 hours or 16 hours of eating down to 10 hours or eight hours of eating and staying within that time for many, many weeks. And then we do see a lot of improvements um, of course, from our app, the initial results that we got was people lost some weight. But the nice thing is they actually, the body gets used to this new habit so that uh, they like it for two or three big reasons. One is uh, people who do this eight to 10 hours eating, they, after one or two weeks, they get to sleep very well. They get into deeper sleep. So those who used to wake up at three o'clock in the morning and was fidgeting in the, in the bed, trying to go back to sleep for an hour, they could go through the entire night of restful sleep. And when they go through that restful sleep, then they're more energetic in the morning or even for the entire day. Another thing that happens is a lot of us do have little stomach problems. Some people have bloating, some people have gas or... Uh, acid reflux and by giving your stomach 14 to 16 hours of fasting or downtime actually helps the stomach to repair itself so well that those stomach problems uh, for many people completely go away and for some people it becomes less severe. So when you sleep well and you're feeling energetic and you have a healthy gut that improves your performance because slowly it also reduces systemic inflammation, your joints are less painful, and people tend to exercise slightly more. Uh, so we see much more benefit. What you're saying is that a large proportion of people eat for 15 
hours roughly over the course of the day they may only think that they have say 10 hours because they have three main meals but having little snacks or a glass of wine that counts within that so what you want to be doing what you're saying is is eating and drinking anything that basically has calories within a 10-hour window and one of the key benefits of eating within a 10-hour window and having that 14 hours where you're not consuming calories and food and drink you say is that you actually you're, you're just it's quite straightforward you're giving your guts essentially a chance to rest and repair yes throughout the day when we eat we cause a lot of damage to the stomach lining and every night we repair even repave that road uh, to a great extent. So for example, in every 15 days, we have a new stomach lining. So that means every night we are repairing uh, seven to 10% of our stomach lining. So just like you cannot repair a highway or repair a road when the traffic is still flowing, you cannot repair um, your stomach lining when the food is in the system. And this common idea is after we eat our last meal, say at um, eight o'clock at night, I had my last meal. That meal that I ate is going to sit in my stomach for at least four to five hours to get digested. All the stomach acids and other digestive juice and enzymes have to break down that food into tiny particles, tiny constituents, and then it will go to the next day. That is the small intestine. And that's where some of the proteins will get absorbed. So that entire process can be six to seven hours. So although my mouth finished doing its job at eight o'clock, my stomach was still working till one or two o'clock in the morning. And then the uh, stomach lining will get into the repair mode. And as soon as I get up, say at six, if I immediately start eating, then my stomach got only four hours of sleep which is not enough. Just like our brain needs at least eight hours in bed, we have to keep in mind that almost every organ needs that. If we do the rough calculation that our stomach also needs eight hours of no work, then you add eight plus four or five hours because that's how long it takes for the last meal to be digested. Then we can easily come to 12 to 13 hours of downtime for the stomach to repair itself. And that's a very simple way to explaining why <laughs> out of 14 hours of no food, your stomach is actually getting to sleep for nine hours or eight hours. So we've talked about the eating window and I want to talk to you as well about the importance of light. The rule of thumb is to have at least um, 1,000 locks of light for an hour in the first half of the day. And what is 1,000 locks or what is locks? Um, if, we, if you have a candlelight uh, one arm length away from your eye, then your eye is getting one lux of light. And in a cloudy day in London, you get somewhere 5,000 to 10,000 lux of light outside. And a sunny day in London will give you 100,000 to 200,000 lux of light. So 1,000 lux of light is pretty doable just to synchronize your circadian clock in the brain. But when it comes to mood, we need somewhere between 5,000 to 10,000 lux of light for a half an hour. So that means you have to walk outside for half an hour to have the uplifting effect of light on your brain. People who get more bright light during daytime 
uh, there are new studies showing they also have a spike in their increase in their nightly melatonin level. But the bottom line is people who go out and get a lot of light during daytime, uh, they may also likely to fall asleep uh, much better at night. Don't forget to go outside for at least half an hour, even under a cloudy day, because that bright light is the best antidepressant and it's plentiful and free. You just have to step outside. Thank you for listening to this bite-sized episode of Life Lessons. And if you'd like to get in touch with any thoughts, ideas, suggestions or questions, please visit simonmundy.com. 